Spirekin Movie Review, Episode 90, Defying Gravity. Hello and welcome to a very special episode of the Spirekin Movie Review. I'm your host, Zan, saying konnichiwa, aloha, bonjourno, and what's up? Hope things are going amazing for you, and let's actually get to it, because I know this episode is rather late due to some errors with technical issues. I fixed it. The opening has been kind of destroyed. I apologize about that. So, long story short, I am being joined by Lou from HaywireSeries.com and frequent co-host of this podcast to talk about a really unique sci-fi independent romantic film. But anyway, let me get done with it, and let's actually start talking about it, shall we? Not only... Dodecahedron of movies. And dictated on this, we'll be reviewing a movie which, well, honestly, um, directed by Juan Diego Solanares, who most of you may not know, he's Argentinian, is paid for by a bunch of people we've never heard of, including an Anton, a Dimitri, a Claude, a Jonathan, and a Lexi. Yeah. But it's got some decent star power in it. I mean, you got Lou Mancuma, no one's ever heard of him. Yeah. You have Jay Heitmeyer. Heitmeyer. No one's ever heard of them. You've got Timothy Spall. Who, I mean, who got who got fucking top billing, which we're like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. What? Uh, no, and for those who don't know, he played Peter Pettigrew. He was also in um, Sweeney Todd as the Beetle, okay. that ugly guy. And also, he was in the last uh, Samurai as the translator. That short, ugly guy gets top billing, and he's a tertiary or secondary. Well, he's, a, he's a supporting character. Yeah, he's definitely supporting cast for sure. But he's not me. And then Jim Sturgis from Across the Universe, and also numerous uh, record albums. Yeah. And then at bottom billing, surprisingly, Kirsten Dunst. Yeah, I think she's officially become a has been at this point. Wow! Ouch. That's hurtful. You disagree? Um, no. <laughs> I mean, I hate to say it, but after she burned Sam Raimi, I think that, because that's, that's why she got cut out. That's why she burned Sam Raimi. That's why. Well, you but know, was... leave, it, leave it to a Jersey girl to, you know, to, to throw that die and just be like, fuck it. Yeah, fuck it. I'm going to piss off the lead actor in a movie franchise, which I'm in, and then I'm going to piss off the director, tell them to fuck themselves, and then, uh, you know, hey. Hey, she did it with style and class. And then, and, and now she's doing any movies Mike Melancholia. Yeah. Which is depressing as all hell because it's in the world movie. I don't, I don't know. I, I don't think, well, I don't know. The, the, the mere fact that she rose to whatever level of stardom she's in is just a little mind-blowing, a little mind-biling, maybe. But she's done, I think. I think she's honestly done. She's dunced. She's dunced. Yes, she's dunced. <laughs> she's dunced. I think she's done. All right. Uh, cinematographer was Pierre Gill, who he did decent in this movie, actually. I think. Yeah. Uh, Art design also was really good. It doesn't say who it was. Um, the two idiots who fucked up this movie, Dominique Fourteen and Paul Fortas. They fucked up this movie big time. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I have no idea who. But these... see, but here's the thing, though. Um, editors can only do so much magic with what they're given. So if the director doesn't do his job right. Then, then they're left to either make a masterpiece with crap, or they're handed a masterpiece and they fuck it up. So it, it, I think it's fifty-fifty with this movie because there are some scenes where you're like that 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 transition was terrible, right? And some of them were like, "Wow, that's pretty cool." Yeah. So we'll give fifty-fifty. Also, yeah. studio was Studio Thirty Seven. Have you ever heard of Studio Thirty Seven? No. Neither have I. No. And it was distributed by Warner Brothers France. 
And <laughs> Warner Brothers. Now here's the fun. Now here's the funny part. Okay, this is a film which we got in Redbox. It was it's released apparently on DVD. Yep. But here's here's a thing. The movie was released uh, August twenty second, twenty twelve. Yeah. So it's, it's a relatively new movie. In Kazakhstan. Kazakhstan. Kerplakistan. In Kerplakistan. And then it was released on the 31st of August in in Canada. Canada. And then it was released finally in 2013 in France. Francia. And then at some point, uh, I think it was uh, probably uh, July 14th in Redbox. Nah, yeah. (laughs) Maybe June or something. I don't know. It just, but this is really. Are you fucking serious? (laughs) Didn't even get an American release? It It was decently long. Now that I'm thinking, it, but you know, it kept me entertained, and I think really the the reason that we didn't feel the bite of the almost two hours that it was uh, was because we um, we we had to actually discuss while it was going on. Like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. We had to pause like twice to just debate this film and see right, what a little bit. Going. We paused a little bit, and then and then we're like, okay, let's 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 okay later. We'll talk about this later. Also. And the film was made for $50 million. $50 million. Now, it isn't a Rocky Horror Picture Show level of failure, which was, that was $1,000. Not okay. that bad. Or, or no, actually, no, worse was Repo, which was $200 million and they made, like, $3,000. Is that even worse than Waterworld? Was that a worse? Waterworld wasn't, wasn't bad compared to these ones. That was worse. This one made $8 million. That's less than, that's more than 10%. But, but in... In its defense, you released it in Kazakhstan. I don't think anyone's going to go see it. Canada and France. Really, did they? Did they? Did anybody really think that it was? If had it gotten a wide enough release, why you would choose Kazakhstan, France, and Canada as your tests for how well this movie and whether we should really go to a full release? You know, even if it's limited, Los Angeles and New York. You know? You could have done... They would have tripled that, at least? They would have at least made half if of it. If they did UK, they could have done it. Yeah, it's... Because you had mainly United Kingdom actors. You could have had a London release and gotten something out of it. Nope. Something tells me that part of that $50 million, they, they built in maybe like $3 million to like get it to other venues or, you know, or, or maybe for marketing for, for you know, for... DVD and Blu-ray sales or something. I don't know. There was no, there was no more. I saw a trailer on Xbox Live and that was it. I really. can't imagine that they. I don't know. It's my. Anyway. So anyway, this right. is this is where this is only the beginning of where the mind-boggling aspect of this movie. Okay, for those who don't know, this is a movie called Upside Down or Un Monde à l'Envers. Where the hell is that? Un Monde à l'Envers. I don't know. I can't pronounce. Um, uh, a world inverted, probably. That actually sounds a lot cooler than upside down. Yeah, a world inverted. Yeah. Uh, it's a Frenchy thing. Uh, I don't know. But so, for those who've never heard of this movie, which most of you haven't, and unfortunately, we're going to spoil the. I know we have our ten-year rule, but unfortunately, in order to get through this movie, we're going to have to spoil the shit out of it. I'm sorry. It's just. It's, is it? Is it really spoiling it to tell to try to explain what they're what you're going to be up against? Not really, because the trailer pretty much says what it is. There's no, there's no, there's no hook at the end. There's no catch at the end that we're giving away. This is essentially Romeo and Juliet, right? Except they, the 
they did something different. They have it that it's on a, it's in space, it's on a planet, well, two planets. There's this weird, first off, how do they know they're the only ones in the universe? I don't know. I don't know. But it's, there's this unique set of planets. They're dual planets with dual gravity. They're right next to each other, and the fact is that they're connected somehow. We don't know why, but there's... For some reason, their gravitational pull to each other is so much that it keeps them within a really close proximity, and we're thinking maybe somewhere in the region of 200 and... I want to say 250 feet at certain points, but when you have two mountain ranges that come close to each other, mountains tend to be... 15,000, maybe maybe 8,000 feet. Well, well the thing is, I'm thinking that maybe... All right, so we'll say the city's know. above sea level, okay, like, yeah. like 1,000, I don't know. All right. At the closest point, they're like maybe 70 feet apart. At the closest, at the closest, the furthest, we have no fucking clue. Yeah. But anyway, so the two planets are, are they know about each other. And right. as In fact, we, they can see each other. Yes, you could actually see someone and go, hey! Hey, how you doing over there? And the other planet would be like, fuck you! Right. So you have the, 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 the top, the top world. Yep, up and down. And you have the bottom. And as as you can guess from the allegories of most things, up is prosperous and rich. Right. And well the, to do. And down is poor as shit. and poor, and it looks like post-apocalyptic something or other. Yes, yeah, so and you're like wondering, how come they don't clean this shit or do this? No, 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 no questions. No, money, no resources. Sorry. No, the only thing that we are... That's to, not important. No, the, the thing is, I do like the fact that they set rules right in the beginning. Yeah, they, they tell to. They tell you the rules of the universe. Essentially, there are three rules in the movie. First rule is all matter is pulled by the gravity of the world it comes from and not the other. So, if you have a ball and you throw it up to your friend who is on up, they catch the ball, gravity is going to be pulling it, from their perspective, into the sky. Right. Correct. But or back to you. Yeah, back to you. Right. Other things include bodily functions, which at some points we felt that was... Well, we, we knew it was going to happen. We, we, well, we, we, knew we saw it, it coming. It was, it was it was, that was a nice touch, though. It was. It was. The bodily functions, you know, blood. I mean, if you jump and you grab on someone who is up there, theoretically, your gravity would even out, maybe. Right, yeah. Um... That's the first rule. So you have that. So all right. So you have stuff which is maybe you can hold on to it for an hour. You can have weights or something. Right. And that's okay. the second rule, which is a, a object's weight can be offset by matter from the opposite world, called inverse matter. Right. So I want to go up to the other side. I just get a bunch of inverse matter, flip around. Even though the fact is all my blood and everything will be drawn to the other planet. Right. So yeah, if you put enough weight on your feet from the other world, from the other world, you will be yanked to that world because that matter is being drawn back to where the, the world that it came from. And if you put it on your feet, well, then your feet are going to land first on that other world. Therefore, you should be able to walk around normally or somewhat normal. Theoretically. Theoretically. I don't know. There's much debate about that physics. Yeah. With, but, with, yeah with but anyway, so the last rule makes is actually a nice touch because otherwise the movie would have been, okay, you just put it on, you flip around. So yeah, like, they would have figured it out. Let's make something different. So they add another rule, which is after... After some time in contact, matter in contact with inverse matter burns. So, uh, yeah, so you can't take, you know, weights or rocks from the other world and, and, you know, put them in a bag from your world and use that as a system to, to keep you on the inverse world. 
because eventually the rock from the one world will burn through the back of the other world, and, you know, that's it. Or if you're holding it in your hand and using it as a weight on your body, it's going to burn you. Right, exactly. So, yeah, they, and they, you know, they, they, uh, they show you this uh, in, you know... Several times. Several times, right. The shoes are a nice touch. Yeah, the shoes are pretty cool. So anyway, so you have this, and you have the one, the main character played by Jim Sturgis, who is named Adam, and he's, you know, he's downtrodden, he's, he lives with his, in an orphanage, even though he has an aunt. Right. Who lives out in the woods somewhere. Or, and he could see her on the weekends, which you're like, okay, how come he doesn't live with her, but yeah, whatever. This big house, you know, well, and, you know, big, and, certainly big enough for, for yes. two people. Yes, and anyway. his great aunt, she's got this secret recipe for this flying pancake. So she, their family has a secret that no one else figured out, even though how the fuck it isn't, because... Oh, God. come on. We, we, gotta, we gotta speak this up. <laughs> no. I know, I know, I know. No, either. no, I'm just joking. Um, yeah, basically it's like, you gotta, you gotta suspend a lot of belief, and you gotta, send, you, gotta, you gotta say, basically, okay, this guy and his family, or his intellect, he's the first person to figure some stuff out initially. Meanwhile, I mean, come on, really? I, I, you, you can't, you can't, you can't. You can't. You're gonna, you're gonna pick this movie apart if you. Yes, and, if you, and we did. We, we did, did, and it just leads to madness. Yeah. So, long story short, his we'll throw away this book. His family passes generations from daughter to mother to daughter to mother to him. Right. So, what's that saying? It's <laughs> yeah. Like, it's not like I'm gonna pass it to your daughter. No, it's I'm passing it to you. All the all the uh, the Kirk women have passed this along to their you know to their uh, next generation and uh, and well you know we ran out of women so you. <laughs> That's that's a little bit of a what the fuck. Yeah, and like you said, I think maybe they could have switched this around. You know, like if, if they had the girl as the had they made Kirsten Dunst the main, you know, the, and then had him the yeah, maybe this would have been a little bit better. Maybe, but the thing is, also thinking about it, a guy really would he have waited and been like, oh, I remember you, I loved you. No, he'd be fucking someone else. <laughs> you don't think he would? You don't think? She would pine for him for, you know, many years. I don't know. No, she would be fine. She'd pine for him, but him pining for her? Like, he would, like, you know, men would have just moved on to the next. But remember, like, uh, well, he also had He also had amnesia. Yes. Long story short, shit happens. He gets... Anyway, Adam, our main character, meets a girl from Up. And thank God they didn't name her Eve. If they did, I'd be like, yeah, we're done. Yeah. I just taking the CD, throwing it against the fucking wall. I'm like, yeah, we're fucking done. Yeah. No, her name is Eden. Eden. Yes. It's 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 slightly. It's, it's better. It's better, not by much. And she lives in Up, and they fall in love. And then, as opposed to them hiring some better actors, they have our main characters. We're play. child actors. They yeah. have them play teenagers like Gabriel Burns in fucking Excalibur. It's like. Yeah, it's kind of hokey. It's it's bad. Anyway, so yeah, so they get separated, she uh, sustains an injury that gives her amnesia, he pines for her for the next ten years, meanwhile he's, he's constantly working on, you know, uh, utilizing his family's secret uh, to, um, to manipulate things using the, you know, his secret concoction well, beer, beer pollen and Big pollen, and uh, yeah, so they, uh, they... You know, he, he makes this thing and he's like, you know what, screw this. I'm tired of living this way. I'm tired of my friends, you know, having nothing. I'm tired of living in this downtrodden world. I'm going to take my 
my thoughts to a company that's going to yeah. utilize them and make me a lot of money, and I can now help myself and help my friends yeah. and, and, the, and better this, my life. And he, that was his original premise. It's a good idea, good plot. Yeah. But then he sees eating on the TV. Right. And she's working up, and the thing's like, okay, I'll go to the worst conglomerate possible and sell my money for pennies. Right. So I could just get a chance to maybe meet this girl and she'll remember me and our lives were beautiful together. Right. So he doesn't know she has amnesia, obviously. Yep. He goes to the company, works there for a little while, he concocts a way of, you know, of getting a chance to meet her, utilizing somebody else's identity, he utilizes uh, material that they're giving him to weigh himself down, it's very, visually it's very cool the way they do it, and, you know, he gets in there, but he's got to overcome the... The matter, the inverse matter, burning matter situation. Uh, also, everyone's trying to stop him, and also the fact is, like, when he's in the bathroom, he pisses on the ceiling. Right, yeah, exactly, because, yeah, he's not meant to be in this world, so, therefore... Um, and, so, and hijinks ensue. Right. Uh, and the question is, are they going to be together? Are they going to love each other? Is she going to remember? Is he going to be able to get this fortune? Blah, 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 blah. It's a typical love story. It's a romance. Right. I hit it wrapped up in a sci-fi film. Yes. Or is it the other way around? Sci-fi film wrapped up in a romance. Well, I mean, the, I mean, the, the, I guess certainly the, what makes this movie interesting is the sci-fi aspect of it because otherwise it's just a, a, a love story and then, you know, it's without a, it, it's, it's a, fa- it's a failing love story. Yeah, it would Dialogue is terrible. Between there's no chemistry between the two. Yeah, there's none, and I, I really think, you know, you know the, the, the main, Jim Sturgis, I, you know, I don't know, he's trying to do an American accent, he's, he was kind of going for something in between a Boston, New York thing, and it was just, it wasn't working, it was a little too much for me. Uh, she's kind of a, I don't know, she's, I'm not saying she's a piece of wood, but, you know, but she, I don't know, I, I don't really get... It seems like they were going for a Claire Danes, and they just... They they kind of said, oh, uh, Dunst sounds like Danes. We'll take her instead. Yeah. Claire Danes would have been better. You need someone who's actually... She's mediocre at best. Yeah, she's the mediocre. And then, surprisingly, the shining best actor is Timothy Spalls, a guy who usually plays the little minion or something. Yeah. He's really good, and he has a fake American accent where you can't tell. Yeah. He's, he's probably got the most personality. He's the most likable. He's the most fun. Yeah. He's an interesting character. He's a, a guy who works for... He's an upper... That sounds weird, but he's an upsider who he's... You know, he's a little greedy, but he's not a bad guy. He's got a good... His heart's in the right place, and he's... Yeah. You know, he helps out Jim Sturges, Adam, yep. do his thing, and it's just... He's he, a really good character. Yeah. He's the one that really comes out on top, I guess. Uh, and, and Albert, uh, the other guy. Oh, his, his, uh, his, his boss... Yeah, the other company. Yeah. Right. I mean, the, most of the characters in the film are useless. They're just there. Right. Like you said, the the other guy that works at Albert's place. It's just. Yeah, you didn't need him. You could have just you could have trimmed down the cast a little bit there. You could have used the money you paid for him to do something else. Put more. Just give it to Albert. Give him more lines. Give him more. Money. Or you could have put more dialogue in, or you could have fixed yeah. some of the the empty scenes. No, we're gonna give it to this guy who's gonna be just a jerk. Yeah. Or, the, or, or her assistant. Did you really need her assistant? Besides the two points? Eh, no, you didn't necessarily need it, but it's, you know... It, or those random kids, I mean... Yeah, yeah, uh, well, you know, hey, hey, you know, tiny, tiny supporting actors. Not even supporting, you know, tiny... You know. And the bad guy doesn't even get a fucking billing. <laughs> no, no, yeah, not really. Um, 
And then you have to suspend a lot of, you know, like, okay, maybe he's able to achieve those things because he's he's decreasing the amount of counterbalance that he's got. So, yeah, so he's able to Superman leap from one thing to another. Because, okay, all right. Or, or, or when you have, but then there are flubs, severe flubs. Like, okay, counterbalance is supposed to bring this down. Okay, so he has a vest full of weights, mm-hmm. and he's upside down. Because the garage is pulling them that way. Right. Why the fuck isn't the weights the pulling it going down? Yeah, going back to where they came from. Yeah, so... Yeah, Maybe. there was a couple of... But know. there were some nice little touches that they did do. Like, for example, when he's first putting on the shoes, you see it's pulling him up. And he's fighting it. It's yeah. not that bad. And then he puts the other one on, and then he's fighting it's it. It's like, boom! Yeah, it gets pulled to, to the top. Yeah, I mean, some of it was really cool. Some of it was done well. They did some nice... Touches in there that kind of make you like, oh, okay, oh, all right, all right, and the, the you know the um, you know his excretions uh, were you know were handled well, I think. But I think overall, it was one of those movies that you're you're gonna question the entire movie. Uh, I still wonder how they did the glass for the um, for, for liquor. How they did that though, because that wasn't CG. They were actually holding it, and it was in the. Hmm. Well. I'm guessing maybe the liquid was a CG, but not the glass itself? Probably, yeah. I would think so. Yeah, that hurts a hell of a fucking trip. No, I, I absolutely, I think, uh, I think you're right. I think the glass was probably being held upside down. It was a real glass, um, and uh, the liquid was added in. Because, you know, they, with today's CG, it's easy to manipulate water. But, still, um, soundtrack wasn't bad. Yeah. It was um, non-existent. Non-existent, yeah. Like there's nothing memorable. Nothing. Which memorable isn't. Whatsoever. Which is. Which is the sign of a good soundtrack. You could say is when you, it doesn't interfere with the film. Certainly, yeah. But it wasn't anything to write home about. It wasn't like that song. I gotta know what that song is. Wow, no, it was great. It's just. Bleh. That outro song was awesome. I gotta get that one. Nah, I, th- I think the soundtrack one. is the same fucking song for the entire thing. It might have been, yeah. Uh, what else? What else to say about this? Um, visuals are astounding. In fact, you have the two worlds. Even though there are questions that drive you crazy, like how the fuck is it's the building not crushed or split apart? Yeah. But there's scenes when they're between the two worlds, or when he's flipping around, or when they're in the office. Yeah. Like when you first see the office, you're like, you said, uh, how the hell did they don't want to have neck problems? Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you think they would have implemented like a mirror system or something? Like everybody would walk around with a mirror. You know, and they just basically look down and, you know, they angle it so that they can see the person that's, you know, that they're conversing with on the other side. Um, That would be me. Because I wouldn't want to walk around all day, you know, looking up. Here's the other thing, though. Okay. Here's the other big thing. Okay. I just realized this now. Uh, Bob collects stamps. Correct. The box he got was an upper, upside box. It was... But the strings and the uh, and the other part were downsided. So what did they burst into flames? Eventually, yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah. It's, it's like, what things. the fuck? Right, right, right. Yeah, see, you, you pick up new things every two minutes about how the fuck this is going to... Yeah. It, it, I think it would be very uh, annoying for the filmmaker to be like, all right, so we got it covered, all right? We got this well thought out, and, you know, we're, we're good here. Yeah. All I can really say about this is that whoever was supposed to do continuity, they just said, dude, here's 50 bucks. You go get a fucking sandwich. We'll see you later. Yeah. I'm surprised that they didn't have, like, one minute his hair is one way, and the next minute his hair is the other way. I mean, 
you pointed out the big continuity error during the demonstration. What's, oh, yeah, yeah. At least they put her back. I'll say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're putting makeup on this lady and they switch her immediately. Yeah, the back of her head. It's very clearly they keep switching. Even though they're, they're showing her from behind, it's like, why would they have used the... Just shoot the entire sequence with the one actress and that's it. Anyway. They could have just put a wig and just had the generic wig and that's it. Nope. If they wanted to. It's just easier to get the one actress, shoot the entire sequence in full and just use that sequence only because you're not seeing her face. There's no need to switch. Anyway. This is poor money management, in my opinion. Yeah. It's poor management. It's poor... The cinematography was nothing to write home about. There's some great scenes, but for the most part, it was lit. Well, for the most... I mean, directed... I mean, what else did this guy do? I mean, did... Uh, no. I mean, he might be he might be a novice director, and he, they, they just... They were like, hey, it's a great vision. It's a great story. We're going to have you direct it. Instead of, you know... You know, instead of trying to court somebody to say, hey, here's the story... Can you, you know, like... Interpret it. I yeah, mean, his you, vision... Here, here, Spielberg, take this, and, you know, what can you do with it, you know? I think that would have been a better option, honestly. If you, if you gave it to a more seasoned director, I think it would have came out better. I think so, too. For first try, it's not bad, though. It's not It's not horrible, but it's not great. Yeah, because uh, this guy... You could st- I, don't, I don't know that he knows anything about directing. I don't know whether he's capable of even extracting performances from, you know, from his actors that he... You know, that, that would have been better, and not just stuff that, oh, that was great, that was great. Let's just do another take for cover, you know? And Like, no, you know, sometimes you really gotta... I think it's just like, yeah. Yeah. First thing I would have told was Chip Sturridge is like, all right, you just tone it down a little bit with that Boston, New York thing that you did. Uh, and tone it down with your whiny bitchness, just yeah. a bit. One would be pathetic, but, but not... Yeah, you know... Not such a like a losery kind of not a little bitch guy. Like, come on, man. All right, come on. you know what? You are a dude, right? Like, so he should be on top of the world. Yeah. Like most guys would have exploited what he, you know, what he was making, you know, like and and had a little bit of, I don't know. He did, but I don't know. It was just a bit much. Like, like I said, if he had, I called it without even realizing that he would have patented it. But right. He should have just done that fucking to begin with. Be like, oh, I want to patent this. Oh, it's, 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 it's. Well, actually, no, he couldn't, actually, because it's a natural resource. Technically, he can't patent it. Mm. Yeah, he has, to, he has to put it into another form and then patent that, that form. The process he could patent. Yeah, the process he could patent, but not the... But that's what he should have done. Agreement. And then he could have got money from those from that from that jerk face who... Well, anyway. Right. Again, like I said, this movie brings lots of conversations. It's a great conversation starter and a good movie to... Rant about all sorts of movie, which if you watch on LSD, it might be really good. Yeah. Or on weed. Right, right, right. Or, it'll, it'll get your mind going like, you know, The Matrix and Inception and, you know, whatever else have you. It's good to watch with a friend, not alone. Um, as a romance, it fails miserably because there are some dialogue which you, or scenes you're just like, you didn't need this. Yeah. Like him finding her and just immediately she's like, you remember? It's like... Yeah, they, they, well, they have to speed it up, I guess, at that point. So it's like, all right, well, we got to... We got ten minutes, we just got to... Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. All right. Yes. Uh, and then that last scene we're not going to get into. No, cause... we're just... that That's the thing that we won't spoil. Like, that, that, on top that... of everything else that they made you think about, they... let's just throw in this one little added thing that doesn't need to be there. Which, it, which fucks up the whole movie. I don't think it fucks up the whole movie. I think it's just like it wasn't needed at the end. It was just like, you know what? Just leave it the way it is. 
uh, let us think about how life would have progressed for these two people now that they're reunited. Um, and that's it. Or they, or they should have followed that avenue. But that avenue would have been different if they didn't have the powder at all. If that was the whole thing. If, if the men, that could have been a whole different movie. Yeah, yeah, exactly. If it's and, and I don't even want to talk about the logistics of how that would happen because you know they kind of show it, but they don't. You know, like whatever. Yeah, they didn't even. Yeah, that was. I told just, you. just watch it, and later on, it's still gonna come out of left field, and you're gonna be like, okay, all right. Yeah, like, this wow, movie is. Fun. Yeah, like I said. All right, so. Now, for those who don't know, we have a five-point rating system. We're going to get into the rating. We can't talk about this anymore. We talked about it in there a while. But. Yeah. So here's the deal. Five-point rating system, highest rating being really, really, really fucking cool, to our lowest rating being purpose inside your local red box, and rent store piece of shit. Now, no. Uh, well, anyway. So for me, I'm going to give it our second lowest rating. It is a worth watching, having on in the background while surfing the internet for porn. It's an interesting concept. It's a pretty movie. It's really cool. It's psychedelic because you have a lot of the upside down stuff. A lot of really cool backgrounds I don't with CG or with matting. I don't know. The performances are terrible. The romance is meh. I mean, it's an, it's okay. I mean, would I own this? No. I, I paid $2 to see this at Redbox. So they got my $2. Would I pay five? No. Would I pay to see some theaters? No. Well, it's a love story, so I certainly wouldn't. No. I, I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't spend so any what, amount of money at this point. You know, would, Liz, would Liz, what do you think? No, Liz's, absolutely not. Say this, the is movie. No. Liz would be on, on board with me. She'd be like, no, we can watch this on Netflix in about four months. <laughs> no, the, or, love stories. Or watch it on, I don't even think he's going to probably make it on the USA. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so either. Uh, probably it may make it on Channel 9 at 3 in the morning. Yeah, something like that. I, um, I'm on, if I can do a 2.5, I would, because I, I you know, I, I wouldn't... No, would you, just go with the up or down. Would you go up or up or down, though? I'm going to have to say up, because... So you're going to give it a worth watching I'm once? Gonna get, I'm going to give it a worth watching once, uh, because, yeah, because, I, you know, it took, it, it's got an interesting concept, and I love watching a movie in order to pick it apart so and this was this did it this did the job it's gonna you know i'm gonna it's this frustrating you know and it's just kind of like all right well wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute um so yeah so i, I think it's worth watching once and that, that's about it yeah. yeah no it's it's worth watching once it's a fun little film it's, don't watch it alone like you said yeah I think watch it with somebody so you can discuss alone it. you'll be just going eh, sleepy time yeah. uh, it's either going to be that or it's going to be hey watch this movie and then, and then talk to them like three or four days later and say, what'd you think about that movie? And then hopefully you'll be able to have the conversation that you would have wanted to have with somebody in person, uh, you know, just to get it out of your head. Yeah. Like, hey, was I wrong about that? But, you know, would this really work this way? And uh, uh, whatever. I'm, I'm expecting people to like watch us and now conspiracy boards. Yeah. <laughs> like, this work this and this, but then this happened and then this. This wouldn't work because of this. And then this, 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 this. Yeah, I would yeah. love to show this to a fucking theoretical physicist. <laughs> yeah, somebody would tear this thing apart. There's actually a podcast which does that. Oh, yeah. I've heard about them. They actually take movies apart with physics and like how this couldn't happen. Like, All right, well, like I said, the go, lightsabers guys. would go on forever and whatever. Yeah, okay, guys, here you go. Well, have at. Have at. Um, yep, so I guess that's it for this review. I mean, it's really can't talk about anything else with this movie. It's just fucking crazy. It could be better, could be worse. Would be fun. I don't know. We shall see. Yeah. 
Anyway. So that was the review for Upside Down. Very, well, like I said, it's uh, worth having on in the background while surfing the internet for porn film. That's a very psychedelic trip. Sorry, the ending got messed up as well. So unfortunately, you miss us rolling that one that only the dodecahedron of movies where it landed on number seven, which was Highlander. Yeah, the ending was messed up pretty bad, but I fixed it the best I could. Uh, we didn't get to our favorite quotes because this movie does not have any good quotes in it, but I digress. I hope that all of you have a great night. Hope you enjoyed this. And as usual, I'm your host, Zan. Uh, you can email us at zanatspirekin.com, tweet us at Spirekin, follow Lou on his various social media sites, and as usual, keep watching movies. See you guys next time. Later. Llega tu recuerdo en torbellino, vuelve en el otoño a atardecer. Te miro en la garúa y mientras miro, mira la cuchara de café. El último café que tus labios con frío pidieron esa vez con la voz de un suspiro. Recuerdo tu desdén, te foco sin razón, te escucho sin que estés. Lo nuestro terminó, dijiste en un adiós de azúcar y de hiel lo mismo que el café que el amor que el olvido el vértigo final de un rencor sin por qué y así con tu inquietud me vi morir de pie metí tu vanidad y entonces comprendí mi soledad sin para qué llovía y te ofrecí el último café. Recuerdo tu desdén te evoco sin razón, te escucho sin que estés. Lo nuestro terminó, dijiste en un adiós de azúcar y de miel. Lo mismo que el café, que el amor, que el olvido. El vértigo final de un rencor sin porqué y así con tu impiedad me vi morir de pie me di tu vanidad y entonces comprendí mi soledad sin para qué llovía y te ofrecí el último café
changes for you! I made it here, right? I come from the only known solar system with two twin planets, each with its own and opposite gravity. Now in our world, it's possible to fall up and to rise down. Three thieves from down below arrested last week, raising interworld tensions. We don't go down to their world, and we certainly don't want them coming up to ours. We observe a full separation between worlds. Hey! There's to be no contact with those up top. Imagine if we could go anywhere we wanted to. her again and it will cost you your life i need your help these weights will hold you down in their world take them off when you want to come back i can't believe it everybody up against the wall i gotta go no i'll find you stop him You're gonna go out there and you're gonna get yourself killed. If I could just give my life some kind of hope, then I'm gonna do it. Gravity. They say you can't fight it. Well, I disagree. What if love was stronger than gravity?